0: Good morning. We're continuing the book of Shofetim. We're on the eighth chapter. Previously, in the, in the intrigue of Gidon, we had um, Gidon had conquered or he had routed, actually, not really, he didn't even do anything. But the Midianites, been and the Amalekites were in the valley. They see Gidon's men coming. They are terrified so they're killing each other. Apparently, 150,000 of them died in the process. He goes. And he routs them And then in the meantime As they're running away A bunch of the other tribes Rejoin the battle To, to aid them as, they're, as the enemy is running away At which time Gidon went and called The people of Ephraim To block the waterway They block the, the exit from Israel So that, that they could capture The people that are exiting And the people of Ephraim Capture and kill The two uh, princes of Midian Named Orev and Zev. And then yesterday, we started the chapter in which the people of Ephraim come to Gidon and say, Hello, we just captured Oreb and Saev, why didn't you enlist us earlier? What, what is this? Why didn't you allow us to fight earlier? And they were offended by it, especially because Ephraim sees themselves as like the main tribe or the most important tribe. And then Gidon, brilliantly, he responds to them with humility and he says, Tov the lot Ephraim Abi aviezeh. The, the, the unripe fruit of Ephraim Is better than the harvest of my family Meaning what you guys did by capturing The two princes Orev and Zev Was much more important than anything else that was done So uh, basically don't complain because we owe it to you Everything is in your Zechut And he bala bala them And made them feel better about themselves And that's how they calmed down Now after that Gidon decides to cross the Jordan River To chase further Some other Midianites Either Midianites that had been already On the eastern side of the Jordan And were encamped there Or the few people who got away Before Ephraim was able to block the exit Or maybe Ephraim's blockage of the exit Was only a certain area But there are other people who got away For whatever reason He goes Gidon goes To the other side of the Jordan In order to chase people down In the process he stops at two cities Sukkot and Pinuel, okay, and which were both, were both related to Yaakov's fight with Esav, okay, uh, and, and then um, and he goes and he asks them for provisions because my people are tired and they say, have you conquered Zevach and Salmunah that we would give you bread? And then he goes to the next group, he goes to, he goes to Pinuel I and mean, they say the same thing and for the first group, Gidon says, okay, so then I'm going to, I'm going to hurt your, um, your leaders with thorns, and when I come back And the second uh, group to, to the people of Pinuel He said, I'm going to break your fortress your stronghold. The stronghold And that makes a lot of sense Because it was the stronghold that they were in That fortress that they were in Which gave them, uh, which gave them the audacity to say We don't need Gideon's military help you know, the, why, why would we give you food? We're fine He's like, oh yeah, you think you're fine? You think you're protected? You think you don't need my help? I'm going to destroy your fortress. Anyways, Pasuk <laughs> Yud, The remaining leaders of Midian, they're with their people, 15,000, who were left. <laughs> Gidon goes in like a side path through the people who are dwelling in tents. And he strikes them while they were assuming themselves to be safe. Zebak and Salmun run away and he chases after him by Ilko the Chinim al Khidjan and Zebah Salmuna, the Khalmachane Kharid. Zebak and Salmuna run away and he chases after him. I literally just summarized everything so far, so so you didn't miss anything. Okay? So um uh, Zebak and Salmuna they uh they run away and Gidon runs after them by Koda Chinim al Khidjan Zebach Salmuna, Zihola Machane Hakharid. And he captures Zebak and Salmuna and he scares away the whole camp. And then, while the sun was still up, Gidon, the son of Yoash, comes back from battle. And now we have things to see what, yeah, things get interesting. He goes to the city Sukkot, which, if you remember, was the city that denied him the provisions. So
1: the and second one or the first
0: one? Sukkot was the first one. And he That's... captures the kid. The first one was the one, in, I'm going to strike you with thorns. Yeah, but... How, what's the, how does it work like that? I
1: don't know. It's like, isn't it linear? Like, you went first here, then... I know, one. I know. So when he comes now.
0: back, I don't know, I don't know. It's It'd a good, very it's a, awkward. It's a very good question. He went out of his way to do the his, lesser a, one first. It's a solid, very solid question. So he takes a little kid who has... An old, a kid who's old enough to know the, the details of the city, but not old enough to be able to withstand the pressure of an interrogation. So he takes him and he questions him. And then he forces the kid and the kid And then he writes for him down This kid writes for Gidon, The names of the elders of Sukkot And the the princes of Sukkot Or the ministers of Sukkot And the elders It was 77 men that he wrote Which is very interesting by the way That a child would have known how to write The
1: word child is not what we would assume as Children.
0: Yeah, it's like a fifteen year old, let's say. It could
1: be 14 a fourteen year old. A twelve year old. So maybe it's not bar mitzvah, it's
0: still a child. Right, right. For sure, hundred percent. But the are, fact that, that he can take any random kid from the city and just assume he knows how to write.
1: I don't isn't that interesting? The whole time, everything that he's done, God has been there whispering in his ear.
0: Just saying, God made it so that He chose a kid who knew how to write. No,
1: I think no, it's. I think it's. A I
0: think it's just interesting. I, I think. I think it just shows the level of, of the the level of education amongst the Jewish people. Meaning, even in antiquity, the Jewish people always emphasized the ability to read and write.
1: To be educated.
0: To be educated.
1: <laughs> it's, it's like
0: built into the DNA. Yeah. In the Torah, it says that the Kwanim, the job of the Kwanim, is to instruct the people and to teach them. There was always this value of teaching. In the Shema, you teach it to your kids to speak of these words. walk in the path of the Torah, you have to learn to be able to. Right, so even these kids. weren't
1: keeping the Torah, they
0: were. I know, so I'm, I'm saying gone. it's a cultural value. It is a it's, cultural a, it's a value cultural value of the Jewish people. To, it, it, it's, it should. It, I find it really interesting that the kid is able to write 77 names.
1: By He
0: writes the 77 kids Yeah, that's true I mean, not, that's not I as remember hard 77 try, try to think of uh, oh, well, 50, to 50, 50 prominent Mashaadis oh. You'll probably, if you rack your brains for an hour You'll be able to write for down
1: 50 yeah,
0: 30, 30 something, I what does that mean? Okay Pasuk He comes to the people of Sukun and he says yeah. Here are Zebach and Salmona. By the way, he brought them alive He didn't kill Zebach and Salmona. He says here is Zebach and Salmon. that you scorned me, saying, "Hakaf Zebach You have the palm of Zevach and Salmon in your hands. that we're going to give bread to your people, and you guys said that to me. And by the way, here they are. So he takes the elders of the city. And he takes thorns from the desert and other types of sharp objects. And he strikes with them the people of the elders of Sukkot. Probably in front of the town also yeah, to make how them. He
1: gather them? How? This, this is very I mean he's coming with
0: an army ah. He has his army he just, oh, cut, okay. he just went with his army He's coming back with his army And then he goes to Pinuel And apparently the same thing happened to Pinuel And he goes and he destroys their fortress Or their, uh, their big, their big um, uh, What do you call it? The stronghold and he killed in the process some people of the city The question is, he never said he's going to kill the the people of the city Apparently in the process of destroying the stronghold There are people who started and fighting a, back they And they died in the process So it's not, we don't, it's very ambiguous Was it bad, was it good What it does show is that Why is it bad? Why would, why would it be bad, bad? He's, killing
1: other Jews.
0: he's killing other Jews Yeah, but the question is They were being rebellious, right so the real question that the text, I think what the text is trying to hint at is, to what extent is Gid'on acting as a,
1: as a king?
0: If he's a king, then he has the authority to put down rebellion. Anybody who rebels against the kingship, they have a problem. Now Gid'on, it's very ambiguous to what extent he has authority over Israel. You know, so so is he in the right when he's behaving as a king and putting down rebellion? Or is he in the wrong?
1: Everything about his story makes no sense. These other Shofetim did not have direct connection with God. God didn't speak to them, literally to them. I know you bring that.
0: You keep bringing that up. It's a good question. Because
1: it's too much. Somebody who has.
0: But Devorah is described as Neviah
1: She's a Neviah She's not a Shofet.
0: No, and a Shofet. He's Shofetat Israel, by Okay.
1: Is. But when they, when God's talking to you directly, you don't just shut it off. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, but like, me, oh, so he's, you're he's saying. He's doing something.
0: No, because that's not be how Neviya works. Well. Well, you had. don't get Nivua ninety-nine percent of the day. No, you get Neviya once, and then for three weeks you're cold again.
1: It's, that's isn't the point. God was there. If God leaves, it's something else. But as it's happening, if God doesn't like what's going on, this person is gone. It happened with... Right. So you're saying kids. the fact that
0: God doesn't call out to Gidon and say, "By the yeah. way, you should have left the Jewish people alive like, in Penuel, why, why are
1: you killing these people? Fine,
0: but but let's not even get into that. The, the point I want to stress is that we now have the question of, and this is going to be a recurring question with Gidon of, is he king or is he not king? Because one of the main questions we have in the thing Is, is the level of kingship of the, of the people Of the leaders of Israel uh, Gidon, that's a big question surrounding Gidon uh, So today we did his retribution That he brought upon those two cities But as far as from tomorrow uh, We'll see how he treats How he kills Zebach and Samunah Those, those kings of Midian Another, it's going to be another strange behavior On part of Gidon And the question we should have in our mind is Is he king or not? That's going to be the question. Baruch adron Amen, Amen. 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 Amen.